Our student spotlight segment highlights students at Cardinal Gibbons High School who live the mission of Gibbons through their leadership. Listen to students from various grades and programs as they come together to share their insights and experiences with the greater Gibbons community. Thank you to our students for taking the time to join us for our student spotlight. We are better because of the time we spent with you. All right, welcome back to Gibbons Leads. I'm Mr. Nolan here with Mrs. Byrne. We are here today with seniors, class of 2021, Keelan Covell and TJ Mathis. We're gonna start off with uh, you guys introducing yourselves and sharing a little about what you're into here at Gibbons. Yeah, well, I'm Keelan and I am on the volleyball team here at Gibbons and I'm also a part of the theater program as well. And I've, you know, been a part of those programs for the past four years. Awesome. Yeah, um, my name's TJ. Um, I'm part of iCube, uh, Student Council, Green Army, and also play basketball. Humble. Uh, she's a state championship uh, <laughs> uh, winner in volleyball. He is our president of iCube, um, but I appreciate the humbleness. <laughs> so uh, both of you guys are seniors. Uh, it's awesome that we've had a chance. I know Mr. Nolan and I have gotten a chance to work with you guys quite a bit uh, over your four years here, and it's really cool to see all the different things that you're both a part of. Um, and I think that's something that is really cool about Gibbons, right? It's that ability to kind of try a lot of different things. So um, Keelan, talk to me a little bit about how you kind of got involved in both a very high level and high performing state championship volleyball team, but then also <laughs> having this experience in the drama department. How did, how did that happen and how has that intersection been valuable to you as a student here? Yeah, well, it was a very big shock to everyone around me because um, that was something that I never really was a part of before coming to Gibbons. Uh, I've always played volleyball, I've played for the past seven years, so that was not a surprise. Um, so I came, kind of figured that I would continue to play uh, throughout my four years here and that was kind of going to be my thing and I was, you know, fine with that. But then I came to you know, drama auditions, I believe freshman year, and I met Mr. Ferguson. And honestly, from that moment on, I just felt this like, just this feeling that I wanted to continue. I wanted to continue like working and being a part of it. And I just wanted to do whatever it took to be a part of this amazing program. So it was definitely a bit of a, you know, transition because I was having to go from practice to rehearsal a lot of the time over the past couple of years. And, you know, it was definitely something that took a lot of hard work and I was very exhausted a lot of days, but it was one of those things that I, I never felt more fulfilled in all my life. So I, I would not have been able to do that without uh, Mr. Ferguson, uh, Miss Emily Sartori, and then obviously my volleyball coaches, Coach Logan and Coach Holmes. So yeah. Awesome. So how did you, how did you find out about the drama program? Was it something that, was it a student or how did, how did you get your foot in the door? I would say that probably Gibbons drama is definitely, you know, speaks for itself. It's an amazing program. And I feel like it, there wasn't a specific thing that led me there. Um, but I just, you know, wanted to try something different. And I wanted to choose a new elective. And I didn't really know what to do. I was just kind of like, searching for something. I didn't know that it would lead to what it did. But it was one of those things that eventually I came to, you know, that first kind of freshman drama audition. And again, met Ferg, and he was really the one that introduced me to it and made me see that if I wanted to, I could be a part of this program and, you know, be a part of, you know, the plays that I've been able to, which have been such blessings in my life. So 
I don't think there was anything specific that led me there. Um, but I definitely think once I got here and I realized like what an amazing program it was, that that is kind of what drew me to it. And, you know, that's kind of when I started my involvement in it. That's super cool. What a, what a cool kind of intersection there. And same for you, right? You playing basketball, you've been part of the basketball team. Um, but then you're also a leader in iQube. And I know that's something that you're really passionate about. So talk to us about that balance, like, you know, I think a lot of kids sometimes think, well, I'm an athlete, so yeah. that's that's what I'm going to be, right? Yeah. Um, how have you felt like having these kind of two different roles in these two different worlds has benefited you as a student? How did you get into that? What's your story? Okay. Um, so in eighth grade, um, when I was living in New Jersey, I flew down for an interview, um, and I got a tour around the school from a student. I think her name was Margaret. Margaret. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, and she showed us the one, like, last room at the time so I don't know if that room down there was still there and I was really curious to know what it was about and it apparently it was called IQ um, and it fit right in my wheelhouse and I ended up having a 10 minute conversation with Mr. Curtis about how IQ how my passion for entrepreneurship really connects with an entrepreneurship club mm -hmm. um, so when I was moving down here I knew I need to get involved with IQ I need to do as much as I could um, and four years later I'm really involved in IQ and I, I've experienced so many lessons and didn't know what LinkedIn was. And now mm -hmm. I have a full on profile and <laughs> internship at Cisco when my, I mean, I know people who don't even know what like Cisco is or internships are, they just think it's for college when I think IQ really helps with, you know, putting it four years earlier and giving us excelling, um, excelling where we could be. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with basketball, I've had like, a journey with basketball honestly um didn't think I would be playing after sophomore year when I was cut from JV um and two years later I'm playing varsity and getting time and doing that with iCube and I just I never really thought of those two going together but I think that we've managed it really well uh coach Nolan is also a JV coach so he's had the same th experience managing basketball and iCube um so I think that was really helpful um, and I think that everyone on like the IQ ambassador leadership team is also involved in other things. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone really works well together. Cool. Yeah, I think what separates, you know, working with TJ also is, uh, you know, from the get go, we kind of laid out our expectations for each other. And we both agreed that uh, communication for us was going to be paramount. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not infrequent for us um, to be catching up on a Sunday evening, you know, planning out the entire next week and what it looks like for you know each, each other as individuals and especially where we cross paths and you know one of the things that I, I think so highly of him uh, which I was not this way when I was younger is how good he is at communicating upfront other commitments he has mm -hmm. you know he doesn't hesitate to say "Ooh, I have this on Thursday you know he lets you know as soon as he knows and what else can you ask from someone if you're working with them that you know if they have a conflict they speak up about it Absolutely. Uh, which you know, it's challenging for adults, but especially for our young people. So Definitely. Um, well, pretty impressive. It is Thank evident you. too that, you know, there's been a lot of that kind of back and forth communication. Same for you, right? It's the same kind of support of like, you know, we're not asking you to pick one or the other to be one type of kid. Um, but that also to take advantage of all the things that Gibbons has to offer. There has to be some of that self-leadership, right? Communication, like being proactive, like building those relationships with the people that are going to be that support. Um, so it's really cool to see you guys putting that into place and, and really getting a chance to kind of like take advantage of all of the things that Gibbons has to offer. So sure. Um, For sure. yeah. really cool. Um, well, you guys are kind of 
coming towards somewhat of the end of your Gibbons journey. Um, we're not there yet, but it's getting close. But talk to me a little bit about it. You talked a lot about you coming in as a younger student, seeing iCube, kind of your first uh, coming in. I'm just going to play volleyball. Tell me a little about kind of your journey, like over the last four years. Like, how do you feel like you've grown as a leader and as a person by being a part of this school? Um, I'd say for me, uh, definitely as someone not coming from a Catholic middle school, it was a bit of a transition. I didn't really know a lot of people, and the people that I did know were on the volleyball team. So that was definitely a good way to kind of, you know, kind of dip my feet in the water, kind of mm -hmm. see what Gibbons is about. But then, you know, as I got a little bit older, you know, I got to sophomore year and I just wanted to audition and kind of see what that was like. And then, you know, I was blessed enough to be a part of Almost Maine as a sophomore, which is my first play that I've ever done here. And it was a really cool experience, but I feel like, you know, it took me kind of like putting myself outside my comfort zone in order to figure out what else was out there. Cause again, like I would have just stayed with the volleyball team. I absolutely love volleyball. And I just kind of would have done that and only that. But then I realized like the people here are here to support you and they're here to encourage you to not just do one thing. And that was something that I really loved. Again, like I came to my first audition with, you know, knee pads on, all my ankle braces. <laughs> nice. Like it was, it was pretty good. It was like, you know, I was just, you know, it was just starting off like this is what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool because I feel like, you know, I've been able to be my kind of like authentic self because those are different parts of me. And, you know, through that and through, you know, volleyball and the drama department, I've also, you know, been able to be a part of GLC and the Humanities Project, which are two other things that have been really cool and something different. And I just feel like, you know, I didn't want to regret not doing something in high school. Like I understand the gravity of this time and mm -hmm. how I'm not going to be able to get this time back. And it, you know, took me like learning that right before my freshman year to, you know, just put myself out there and, you know, meet new people and just, you know, continue to push myself in different ways. Super cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of have like a similar experience because I came from a public middle school as well, um, where, you know, in like school wise, like grade work, like a C is like a B plus at the school I was at. So I came in, I had like a horrible GPA in my first semester that ended up costing me my senior year for applications and stuff like that. Um, it was a wake-up call um it was a wake-up call to i was going home after school i was taking a two-hour nap because i had nothing else to do um and then i was getting to work at like seven o'clock and not giving good work and that's what i was turning in or not doing work and it was a big wake-up call after the first semester my mom had to sit me down and say if you want to actually continue to go here um you have to put in the work we moved for this um so i think that was really good for me um, because second semester, I just started to raise my hands when there was leadership opportunities. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of people ask, you know, why is there a couple of leaders in the school that have like so much going on, like they're involved in everything? Well, it's just a matter of raising your hands. You know, it's not necessarily that they were picked for that. It's just a matter of going, getting involved when you're younger, um, when you're a senior second semester and wondering why did those people have all those things? It's because they raised their hand. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing for freshmen and sophomores, um, even juniors. You, I mean, you got a lot of time left and junior year, you got to start thinking about your legacy, what you're going to leave behind. Um, so I think that's really important. That's really good advice. Yeah. You guys, uh, have both done a great job at that. It's, 
you know, it's impressive. Like I said, I, I wasn't anywhere near what you guys are when I no. was in high school. But, no um, you know, I remember the conversation we had to start the year off and I told you, hey, man, you might have bit off more than you could chew. Here we are uh, four or five months later. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like certain things I definitely could have done better. Um, that's a whole part of raising your hand and bidding off more than you can chew, like you said. Um, I feel like I could have done better at certain things for sure. Um, but I felt like I've learned how to manage everything a lot better. And I think that being busy is what helped me be better at those things. So I think if I had two or three less things, I wouldn't be better at the things I actually am involved with. Um, so, I mean, I find myself bored a lot. So then I just work on those certain things. Yeah. Um, because I mean, everyone gets bored. They just don't realize they're bored kind of thing. I feel like, yeah, well, I, di I disagree with you. I think you've killed it. I think, uh, you know, I think you've delivered, you know, to everybody I know you've made a commitment to. And then on top of that, like, can we, can we plug? Can we plug? Yeah. Journey Junkies USA. <laughs> <laughs> He's also an entrepreneur who started his own clothing brand, That's which awesome. is taking over. Um, you know, uh, what, what's our what's our what's our handle on Instagram? Can we give it a follow? Journey Junkies USA. All right, there it is. There it is. Yeah. So maybe maybe we sold a couple of hoodies today. Too. Yeah, maybe. Oh, we'll, take, yeah. we'll just there have a small go. percentage of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you guys make. We can talk about that after. We can talk about. We can work on those negotiations. <laughs> Uh, Keelan, what what would you say, you know, for for that, maybe that TJ, that, that's a junior or a sophomore that's raising their hand and, and putting themselves out there and getting involved in a lot of stuff and maybe is feeling like, you know, how do I do all of this, right? As somebody that's kind of had those experiences, what advice do you have for that, for that student that wants to take advantage of all the things, but maybe doesn't have all the time? Yeah, um, you know, honestly, I think it's really about you know, figuring out what you want, because that was something that was really hard for me at the beginning. And I just remember going into it and thinking, I can't do all this. Or, you know, I have a really tough volleyball schedule. There's no way I'm going to be able to be in a play or be a part of this club or, you know, whatever it is. And I think it was just me looking back and realizing, like, if you want to do it, you can. But to just figure out your goals, what you want. And, you know, for me, I was like, coming into high school, I was like, I want to win a state championship. And I also want to be in a play. And I was able to do both those things, not because, you know, I just wanted to do it. It's because, you know, obviously I was able to put the work in, but it was also because everybody around me was supporting me and giving me, you know, the fuel that I needed in order to achieve those things. So I feel like, you know, for me, I'm very independent. So I like to do things by myself. But once I realized that the people around here are supporting you as well, and, you know, if you want to achieve something, you can, or if you want to be a part of the arts and athletics, you can. It, the only person stopping you is you. Yep. So I feel like if you kind of put that aside, you put a little bit of your pride aside, and you just go after what you want and take the support, um, that's where you're going to, you know, find, you know, what you're passionate about and what you want to leave behind in the end. Really great advice. You guys are like twenty times wiser than <laughs> <laughs> well. It's so cool. Ever be. It, it's so cool too because you know I know you don't give yourself enough credit, Mrs. Byrne, but uh, GLC Gibbons Leadership Conference. You know we crossed paths there two years ago in our small group together. You know when we did a short journey for the first time, and uh, you know I think you did such a great job with GLC by you know mixing these groups together, um, and you get this balance of oh you live on this side of the school and you live on this side of the school, and it makes it so that you don't live on a side of the school, mm -hmm. you know, uh, 
we all are interacting and intersecting in different ways and um, even though that was probably the most time we spent together it's been fun to know you from right. that and watch you and mm -hmm. and see you accomplish all these things and just kind of be a cheerleader for all the great stuff that you're doing and um, I think GLC is just really 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 special yeah I agree. it is uh, sure. it's just cool to be able to witness the growth of, of students and to see that in the two of you and to see that in just the way that you guys talk and the way you talk in this podcast but the way you speak to younger students and um, man like what I would have done to have that kind of senior in my world when when I was here so just know that those students that are listening are going to benefit from those experiences and that um, you guys have made our careers and our lives better by being a part of it and you've made the school better by being a part of it um, even though there's been trials and tribulations along the way um, know that it's been worth it because you know you guys are awesome awesome kids we're really proud of you and um, the school's better because you guys are here thank, thank you. you thank you <laughs> yeah. and I mean that from the bottom of my heart from the bottom of my heart um, before we before we sign off final thoughts advice for that young kid that's listening that's thinking about next year I'm a sophomore next year I'm a junior like what's next for me like what's that thing that you wish you knew or that somebody had told you um, pass that on yeah, I mean, I said it before, it's raising your hands. Um, I think another thing I would say is that like, if you, like, if I can go back to like sophomore me, like getting cut from basketball when I felt like that was the only thing that like I was really focused on. It's just that there's this quote and it's failure is the currency of success. And I love using that. Any, Anything that, you know, any club that you didn't get president for or anything, that you, you went to a meeting, something, you know, some type of failure um, that something you're hoping for didn't happen. It's just building you up for the future. And we like to think that like high school is like every little thing means so much, but like literally on the scale of like in life, how much this actually matters, it's smaller, but it's building you up for those things. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's Great really advice. important. Great advice. Yeah, um, I think for me, it's just, you know, it took me a long time to figure out when to speak, but then also when to listen. And, you know, I grew up being really shy. I could not really talk to people. I had a speech impediment that I was extremely self-conscious about. But now I can sit here and speak to people. And I, I absolutely love public speaking at this point. And, you know, that's, you know, part of the reason that I absolutely love the drama department. And I feel like the reason I say that is like, you know, being a part of all this stuff made me realize that everybody has something important to say, but it's finding the right opportunity and the right people to say it to. And I feel like it's just finding your time and finding what is the most important to you. And then when you do, you speak and you let everybody see how amazing you are because everybody has that something inside them that, you know, something that's different than anybody else. And I really feel like, you know, we could also do a better job of just listening to what other people have to say. And that's something that I've had to work hard on. And, you know, I've just been really fortunate to have people in my life who have seen something in me and have pushed me to be better. And, you know, I hope that somebody can, you know, continue to do that for you and for anybody that, you know, wants to do something more with their life. Wow. Just mic drop on that one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh. Hey, Boom. thanks so much, guys, for joining yeah, us and so sharing. Uh, you guys are incredible. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. You guys killed it.